History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. America, it's the freaking weekend, as we millennials say. You've probably never heard that on this podcast, but yes, it's the weekend. I hope you're all having a relaxing one, but just because it's the weekend doesn't mean that we are taking any time off. I've got an incredible lineup of interviews for you today, including former acting CBP Commissioner Mark Morgan. Now, he served under President Trump, and he knows what a calm border is supposed to look like. When you have a president in office whose foreign policy results in peace through strength. So I also want to talk to him about the morale of our border officials, because I think for a lot of us, it's kind of hard to comprehend just how hamstrung they have become under this administration. And you just know that it has to affect them. And speaking of the safety of Americans, after Mark Morgan, we are going to have on Eric Pratt. Now, he's one of our favorite go to gun guys. He serves as the vice president of Gun Owners of America, and I'm going to talk to him about that case that I brought up on this very podcast yesterday, where the ATF is trying to mandate background checks for private gun sales. Also, last week in Las Vegas, Nevada, he went to SHOT Show, which is one of the largest conventions in the nation for gun enthusiasts. I've never been. I have always wanted to go. I'm going to have to find some work reason to go to that next year. All right. After that, I've got an exclusive with Georgia Agriculture Commissioner Tyler Harper. He is one of uh, 12 state ag commissioners who wrote a letter to executives at six large banks, including Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo and Citigroup. Now, these banks are collective members in the Net Zero Banking Alliance, the NZBA. And these state ag commissioners are concerned about the bank's involvement in this global eco alliance because there are a lot of negative consequences. It could severely impact food availability. It could lead to major price hikes and it could limit credit access for farms. And of course, all of this is going to have broad negative economic consequences. And we're going to finish off the show with Brandon Arnold, who is the executive vice president of National Taxpayers Union. And you probably know Exactly what I'm going to talk to him about this $80 billion tax relief bill called the Tax Relief for American Families and Workers Act of 2024. Now, there are many fiscal conservatives in the House who voted against this for, I got to say, what sounds like good reasons. But I want to cut to the chase. I want to cut through the fog and I want to get some straight answers from someone like Brandon who knows the ins and outs of this legislation. So let's get this party started. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure 
that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in Lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add Lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a health care provider. Joining us now to talk about the latest in the impeachment markup of Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and the showdown between states and the federal government is Mark Morgan, who served in the Trump administration as the acting commissioner of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Commissioner. Welcome back on the show. Uh, thank you for being here on such short notice. We appreciate you being here. Amanda, thanks for having me. Sir, I want to start with something that I saw this morning on social media. and. I find that in the mornings, it's not a good thing for me to immediately go on Twitter because for whatever reason, the way God made, it, made me, I wake up combative. Uh, but I saw this video and I was apoplectic. It was illegal immigrants in New York. There was a video released of these, these same people a few days ago uh, assaulting, brutally assaulting two New York police officers. So these illegal immigrants were arrested. They went to jail. Guys, if we could get that, that VO on the screen. Um, they were arrested. They were then released without bail. This is them getting released and they are flipping the bird to the cameras. But I mean, essentially, aren't they just flipping the bird to the American citizens? Amanda, look, you took the words right out of my mouth. Let's, let's make sure we put this fully in, the, fully in context. First, they entered their first act of in this country was enter a country illegally in violation of law. And then once they're here, we gave them free education, free health care, free housing. What did they do while they were in here receiving the benefit? They committed another crime. And then you're just displaying what their reaction is. But, but here's what's important. This is not surprising to me. And why I'm, a, I'm glad that this is getting a lot of attention. What, what you saw, the violence against the, the police officers, that's just a microcosm. Look, illegal aliens are claiming American victims every single day in here. The last 36 months, as an example, the CBP has apprehended over 90,000 criminals trying to come into our country. Amanda, 90,000, including murderers, rapists, pedophiles, aggravated felons, and gang members. That's who they've apprehended. Now, let's think about the 1.8 million known Dadaists. So the past 36 months, uh, untold numbers of murderers, rapists, pedophiles, and aggravated felons have now the United States called home. And, and just briefly, real quick, even those that we apprehend, the, the countries they come from, 180 different countries, we have no ability to actually vet them properly and, and get to know and understand what their criminal history is from their home country, yet we are processing and releasing them in the United States, and this is the end result. Well, and you pointed out something that I, I think is so important to recognize. You know, this was, this was very public, a lot of exposure for this video. It obviously went viral on social media because it was two New York City police officers. But make no mistake, this happens, as you just pointed out, every day to American citizens, to private citizens, whether it's assault, whether it's uh, battery, whether it's, it's theft. Um, this happens all the time. And by the way, it happens to illegal immigrants who are trying to make their way here because they get raped and murdered along the way. They're trafficking children. They're trafficking drugs. 
Democrats say it's humanitarian. I can't see how in all of, in any of this, it's actually humanitarian to let them come here. I mean, you're absolutely right. I could have said better myself. Look, there's actually an organization in the United States called APIAC, American Victims of Illegal Alien Crime. Think about that. There's so much crime committed by illegal aliens that we have an organization of family members who have survived and watched their loved ones killed at the hands of someone that shouldn't be in this country. Let me give you another quick stat. From 2011 to 2023, 287,000 illegal aliens committed over 490,000 crimes, including hundreds of murders, rapes, uh, 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 assault, kidnapping, the list goes on. And that, the mic drop, is the state of Texas alone. So don't tell me that illegal immigration is a victimless crime and it has no downside because that's a lie. Yeah. And I'm, I'm starting to find it hard to believe that Republicans uh, really want anything to be done because the House Homeland Security Committee, of course, did approve articles of impeachment against Mayorkas, which is great. But they left town today without taking them to the House floor. Um, does this really require a full floor whipping operation? It shouldn't. Uh, Amanda, we've had three years of Secretary Mayorkas, who has abdicated his oath, abused his authority, lied to the American people in Congress under oath. He has violated the law. He's refused to enforce the law. And he's rewritten the law, his definition of what it should be circumventing Congress. He's been the chief architect of the worst border security crisis in our lifetime that's jeopardized every aspect of our nation's safety and national security. And Chairman Mark Green, he didn't do what the Democrats did on one phone call and go right to He conducted seven months of hearing, produced uh, uh, countless witnesses and over 400 pages of testimony that clearly outlined uh, the derelict of duty of Secretary Myrkis and why he should be impeached. I agree with you. This should have been an easy yes uh, to vote on the House and push the Senate. Hopefully it's going to happen in the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes taking that high road, I feel like they're so high they don't have any oxygen left and it is affecting the way that they legislate. Um, I wanted to ask you about two other pieces of legislation that were very concerning. Um, the first one was uh, one that dealt with deporting illegal immigrants who have DUI convictions. A number of Democrats voted against that. And then there was a separate provision uh, as far as deporting immigrants who have stolen Social Security benefits of seniors, 155 Democrats voted against that one. Do Democrats have a leg to stand on when they say that they actually care about the safety of American citizens? No. Look, man, think about this. First of all, the, why do we need another law? The law's already there, right? If you have entered the country illegally or you remain in the country illegally and you commit another crime, the law is already there. You should be removed. I mean, look, common sense. It, it, it just tells you if, if you're in the if you're in our country illegally and you commit another crime that that you no, know, it depends on the severity of the crime and it depends on one's own ideologic driven severity of the crime. DUI, the last time I checked, kills over 10,000 Americans every single year. And this president has said that it really doesn't matter. I like to think of all the, the family members who have lost individuals to drunk drivers that it doesn't matter, that it's not important. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's just like New York you brought up. They assault police officers and they're released. That, that, that's incredible. They should have been handed over to ICE immediately and they should already be in the process of being removed. And yet the Roman street flipping off America. But that's happening every single day across this country. That's unconscionable. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's unconscionable. And it also seems like, you know, Republicans want money for the border. They want, you know, I don't know if they ever have intentions of building a border wall, at least while we have a Democrat in the White House, but just money to fortify, to provide to Border Patrol to help them with their operations. Uh, it certainly seems like, though, for the White House and for Joe Biden, anytime there is an injection of cash, it doesn't go to securing the border. It goes to processing. Does that seem like the reality to you as well? Yeah, you, man, you're absolutely right. In fact, the, the $14 billion supplement, the overwhelming uh, majority of that $14 billion or $12 billion is going to go to NGOs and, as you said, to process uh, and not actually secure the border. And let's not fall into the trap that some of these Republicans are as far as resources. Yes, we need resources, but that's not what's causing the problem here. What's causing the problem here is policy. We don't need to throw more uh, border patrol agents. 
because all they're going to do is go and, and, and help facilitate processing and releasing faster. We need a change in policy to secure our border. Yeah, Commissioner, I, I know how much you love this country and I know uh, how much you care about the men and women who protect our southern border. Um, and you probably stay in contact with them as well. What, what's the morale of them right now? And do, do they feel like if Secretary Mayorkas is impeached, that that will have any type of positive benefit? I'm not sure that they that, that, that think necessarily it's going to have a positive benefit if the secretary is going to be, uh, because, again, it's still President Biden's overall strategy that's driving it. But but here's what I am hearing, though, is but there should be still accountability, right? And part of this, by going through the Mayorkas, is it's been able to get this in the forefront and really, I think, awaken the country, including those people that just don't understand why a strong border security matters and why this president's strategy is jeopardizing our country's safety and national security. But I can tell you, the morale, the border control, what I'm hearing is the low it's ever been since inception in 1924. Amanda, they know every single day that they're not able to do the job that they signed up for, the job that they're willing to sacrifice everything, including their life, to secure, defend, and protect our borders. They know under this administration, they're not allowed to do it. And they know that every single day that criminals, drugs, and national security threats are getting past them because they're not able to do their job under Secretary Mayor. We're going to take a quick listen to one of our sponsors, and then we'll be back with you on the other side. Folks, Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store. Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Welcome back, America. If you've been paying attention to justthenews.com in the last eh, 24 hours or so, then you would have seen an article published by John that reveals a whistleblower who came forward to the same group that represents the IRS agents in the Hunter Biden case, telling them that the Biden administration is preparing an unconstitutional power grab to regulate private gun sales by requiring a background check. Now, in a detailed letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland, Empower Oversight said that they had learned from two sources that the Bureau, uh, the ATF, were directed by the White House to make the change. But shouldn't it be Congress who makes changes to the laws? Uh, yeah, 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 it should be. Specifically, the one passed in 1986 that explicitly forbade background checks for gun sales between private individuals. So let's dive into this conversation with none other than the senior vice president 
of the amazing Gun Owners for America organization. Eric Pratt joins us now. Eric, you're caught up on all this news. You know, what's insane about this to me is that I think that for uh, folks who don't necessarily pay attention, they think, well, you know, we already require background checks. What's the big deal? The big deal is that a private citizen doesn't have access to run a background check. This isn't you know, you're not talking about a law enforcement individual who allowed by law can run a background check when there's just cause. This is a private citizen. So this effectively squashes any private gun sales, does it not? Yeah, it is stunning what this rule requires. And by the way, this is something that Gun Owners of America was on top of uh, last November and December, and we generated 85,000 comments from the public against this. But you're you're absolutely right how breathtaking this is. This uh, backdoor registry, registry will require virtually every person who sells a gun to become a licensed gun dealer or else they go to jail. And virtually every person who buys a gun, even privately, will have to register the sale with the federal government. Again, failure to do so means jail time. Now, you know, clearly Biden is to blame here for this, but you also have to blame Republicans like John Cornyn of Texas and Mitch McConnell of Kentucky because they voted for the gun control law in 2022 that Biden is now using, really unduly expanding, but he, he's using it to register virtually every transfer of a, of a firearm in the country. And it's interesting, the Biden administration has described this rule as moving the U.S. as close to universal background checks as possible without additional legislation. So again, that means virtually every person who buys a gun will need to fill out a 4473 form. And the individual who sells the gun is going to have to keep that form uh, in his home or at you know wh wherever until it gets turned into the ATF. So again, we're talking about gun owner registration and historically, that's the first step to gun confiscation. Yeah. And, and you know, what's what's very scary about this to me is that if you're paying attention to all of the pieces that are moving on the game board, I think that there's an element to this um, with respect to what appears to be a move towards a cashless society. Because I think that the only way around this, I mean, the only way that they enforce this is preventing even cash sales of this. Because, I mean, you, you, sell, you sell your gun to your neighbor, a lawful a law-abiding citizen, and you as a law-abiding citizen sell that gun to them for cash, you're not going to run a background check. So how would they even enforce it? Well, you're right. If we do go to a cashless system, then yeah, they will be able to enforce it that way. Uh, you know, pretty soon they'll uh, we'll just have to resort to trading sheeps or dogs for firearms. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that's the direction this is going. But, but this is big brother at its worst. And, uh, you know, again, it, we, we cannot overemphasize how dangerous this is. The, the ATF has accumulated. This is something that we found through Freedom of Information Act requests that now they're up to one billion, almost a billion uh, of these uh, gun records being recorded. And as you pointed out earlier, that's that violates uh, federal law. They're still doing it anyway. And this is just another step in that uh, registration process where now they even want to get all the, the private transactions. Oof. I live in the city. I don't even have sheep to sell, so I would have to start bartering with my <laughs> shoes or something. I don't even know what I could what I could even offer on that front. Um, so as you mentioned at the top of the block, and this is something that we know about you and your organization, you guys do stay on the forefront of all of this. You learn about this stuff early. You start getting petitions. You start taking legal action. What are some of the things that you are starting to catch wind of that you're already uh, moving down that legal route with? Well, yeah, we are very busy in the courts. Uh, we are, uh, you know, we've been involved challenging the, the bump stock ban, and that is now going to uh, the Supreme Court. And so we're involved in that case with, with an amicus brief. We were involved in uh, the case that just yesterday uh, broke. A federal district judge in California uh, ruled against California, saying that their uh, background check uh, law for ammunition is unconstitutional. Kudos to the California Rifle and Pistol Association. They were the, the lead group in that fight. Uh, but, you know, uh, let me just say California's arguments in that case 
were embarrassing. The state was asked to give historical examples at the time of the founding that would justify background checks on ammunition. But you know what California did? They didn't give examples of, say, uh, a gunsmith, uh, uh, you know, checking with the sheriff in 1790 to make sure that a gun buyer is not a criminal. No. What California presented were racist laws that prevented the sale of firearms to persons of color, to uh, Indians, mulattoes, Negroes. That's the language of the laws that they're appealing to. So when all is said and done, what has California just admitted? Gun control was racist, is racist, and will always be racist. Kudos to the district judge for calling them out on this. Yeah, well, that certainly wouldn't be the first time that those words California and embarrassing bump up <laughs> against each other in a sentence. Um, I wanted to ask you about what took place last year, a SHOT Show in Las Vegas, one of the best conferences or conventions across America. Uh, I am dying to get there someday. Hopefully that will work out. But I know you guys, uh, did I say last month? Last week. Um, I know that you guys did a, a spoof of what's happening with the ATF and their overreach of power, their flex on that. Can you give us a little uh, a little bit of a rundown about that? Absolutely. First of all, let me just say that the, the show was great. There was tremendous energy and enthusiasm. Really, we had more people come visit the GOA booth than ever before in any year. A lot of people drop by our booth just to say thanks because we secured a preliminary injunction last year against the ATF, which prevented them from enforcing Biden's pistol brace ban against our members. So that means at no time did any GOA member have to destroy or register their pistol brace firearms, which was truly great news. But uh, to the spoof that you were talking about, we got a clandestine video of the ATF's booth there at the SHOT Show. Uh, it was real fun, like kind of like taking through uh, some leaves. So we had a fake journalist appearing like she was reporting, you know, from the Serengeti in Africa saying that, uh, you know, we have spotted the greatest known predator of gun owners. And, you know, this is a, a dangerous species known as the ATF. And then the video ends saying that Gun Owners of America is combating this evil predator, gives example of how we're doing this in the courts. And anyway, it was uh, a lot of fun. Sure got a lot of uh, likes and shares on social media. That, that sounds amazing. I love that. And I'm going to make sure that I retweet that out for everyone to look at. I wanted to kind of bridge the gap between gun ownership and voting. Um, for a lot of folks, we are looking at this 2024 election coming up in November and the prospects of a, a second term for Joe Biden. A little bit scary. Um, Scott Pressler, who is a Republican activist who gets out there and, and gets people registered to vote and has been, you know, flipping registration left and right. He put out a statistic not long ago regarding and I think this one was specific to Wisconsin, but it was somewhere between like 20 and 30 percent of gun owners uh, in Wisconsin, I do believe it was, are not registered to vote. So he has started setting up a voter registration booth at gun shows. Do you think that's something that could produce promising results for for Republicans who tend to be on the side of gun ownership? You know, that is crucial. Uh, gun owners have to be registered to vote. Absolutely. And one of the things that we do to help uh, gun owners is that we plan to produce a candidate rating for every race in the country. And that rating will be posted on our website at gunowners.org. Uh, in the past, voters have used that rating to guide how they vote and uh, basically to hand out pink slips to legislators who've betrayed our rights. You know, I'll give you a great example of that. Uh, in 2021, when more than a hundred Republicans voted for a red flag provision. Voters went to the polls the following year and held many of them accountable. 78% of the Republicans who lost their primary elections in 2022 were Republicans who voted for that red flag gun confiscation wow. provision. So that's how we elect a pro-gun House and Senate. It's one election at a time. And the key yep. is to empower voters with information as they go to the polls. We're not going to make excuses for legislators. We let the chips fall where they may, and we give them an honest rating. We're going to take a quick listen to one of our sponsors, and then we'll be back with you on the other side. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? 
It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge a signature on a home sale form, then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Welcome back, everybody. If you are a regular viewer of our show, you know that John and I love to tackle all of the woke garbage that continues to percolate and plague the great citizens of our nation. But guess what? Just because one billionaire thought up a great idea or they all knock their heads together in Davos or at the United Nations, that doesn't mean that it's a position that our entire country should adopt. In fact, it's usually quite the opposite, especially if it relates to ESG. And just days ago, Georgia Agriculture Commissioner Tyler Harper and 11 other Republican state agriculture commissioners took aim at six large U.S. banks over their net zero ambitions. The letter sent uh, warned them that the bank's involvement in the net zero banking alliance could impact food availability, price increases, and so much more across our broader economy. So joining us here tonight to talk about this warning shot heard across every farm in America is Commissioner Tyler Harper. Sir, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. Amanda, great to be with you. Thank you for having us on to uh to discuss an important topic that's important to American agriculture. You know, they say that invention, you know, some, sometimes these types of things necessitate action and something that has been necessitated under Joe Biden. We've seen it as far as states AGs, attorneys general, and now we're seeing it with state AGs, agriculture <laughs> commissioners. Um, you've got 11 other states that are with you on this. Um, it's yep. six big banks. It is Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Morgan Stanley and Wells Fargo. These are some big banking institutions um, and institutions that a lot of people might be intimidated to go up against. But it seems like you guys are fearless. Tell us tell us all about what this is. 
Look, at, at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm honored to be joined by my 11 of my colleagues across the country. You know, there are only 12 elected agriculture commissioners in the nation. And uh, and I'm honored to be joined by uh, us 12 and, and my other 11 uh, colleagues in, in, in fighting back against, you know, woke policies that don't make sense, that only will work to drive up food costs and food prices and, and will be detrimental to American agriculture. At the end of the day, Agriculture is national security and uh, pr the protection of, of our ag industry, putting food on our tables, clothes on our back, shelter over our heads are an important part of allowing our nation to be successful. A nation that can't feed itself, can't sustain itself. And these type of policies will be detrimental and destroy uh, American agriculture. And the fact that these banks have signed on uh, to agree into implementing these policies and their financial decisions and targeting agriculture is concerning. And Americans should be concerned uh, that these type of woke policies will, uh, will, will have detrimental impacts on American agriculture, which in turn will impact the American economy as a whole. Yes, it absolutely will. Um, Commissioner, can you can you tell us exactly what it is Net Zero Banking Alliance is? I know it's a global organization, which I don't know why we are signing on to something that's that's global, because something that is a one size fits all globally is not going to work for the United States necessarily. What is it that they are trying to force on American farmers? So these uh, Net Zero Banking Alliance, it's, a, it's, a, it's an agreement between a UN-backed agreement. It's not nothing that's required by our federal government here, but it's, you know, obviously it's backed by the far left. It's backed by uh, President Joe Biden and his team. And, and, uh, and those efforts, uh, they find ways outside of, uh, of government when they can't get what they want through Congress. They'll find another way to do it. And I think this is a perfect example of that where we have global elitists who are trying to make decisions and 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 run our our nation or run our economy by implementing policies that can drive up food costs. You know, implementing those things that uh, to to force uh, farmers to uh, to go to electric tractors, to force farmers to to uh, not utilize uh, commercial fertilizers that make sense in in production. And we've seen. These policies implemented in other other countries around the world. In Sri Lanka alone, we saw ninety uh, food costs skyrocket by ninety five percent. We saw fifty percent of families not have food on their table when they implemented these policies in their country. You know, we're seeing protests in France and Germany and the Netherlands and the EU right now because farmers are standing up against policies that are are similar to the ones that these banks have signed on into the NZBA that they know, those farmers know, will destroy their livelihood. And in America, 98% of farms in our country are family-owned operations. And those operations are vital to our economy. And these families won't be able to survive if these policies are implemented. And American agriculture will suffer, which will cause our American economy and our national security to suffer as a result. Yeah, it's remarkable. And Commissioner, I know, I know in a state like Georgia, your state takes care of its farmers. Uh, to a much greater degree than out here in California. But I've seen this garbage firsthand. Um, I've got some family and friends living up in the Central Valley of California and the devastation to their farms. It's a lot of, you know, almonds and citrus and things like that. And, and just this, this doesn't even have to do with the NZBA. Um, this is just California's woke uh, legislation that is such that is such a damper on industry in California. And you're right. It doesn't help anyone. Um, talk to us about, you know, what California has done with respect to all of this and how how it is a cautionary tale for the rest of America. Well, I think, you, you know, you can use California as, as an example. You know, it's always said, been said our founding fathers said that our states are uh, should be uh, arenas of experimentation when it comes to policies. And and I think California is a perfect example where they've implemented policies that don't make sense and we shouldn't be implementing them around the country because it, in, in California alone, you're seeing citizens leave that state to go to other states like Georgia because the policies we have here support American agriculture. They support our farmers. We support business and industry here. We find ways to ensure that our economy keeps on ticking and that train keeps running down the track. But, you know, know, those woke policies, those far left policies uh, where where they're, they're trying to obtain goals that are that just are unobtainable. 
Uh, and they're using American agriculture uh, and other industries as a means to do that. You know, agriculture just in the last few months has become a target. Uh, they've put a target on the back of American agriculture. Uh, and for what reason? You know, it is uh, in America, we enjoy the safest, most abundant, cheapest food supply in the world. And that's because of innovation. That's because of our farm families. That's because we have an agricultural industry uh, that has been able to operate in a, in a system that's allowed for that innovation to allow our farm families to be successful. Uh, but now we want to implement policies that will completely uproot every bit of that, that will completely turn the tide and will will completely destroy American agriculture culture. And it's it's those policies we've seen in California and other nations. Um, and uh, and in Georgia, we're not going to stand for it. And my other 11 colleagues in their states, they're not going to stand for it. And we're proud to have uh, governors and attorney generals who agree with us as well. And we look forward to fighting back against these woke policies, whether it's targeting agriculture or, 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 or other industries, because uh, at the end of the day, uh, America's future depends on it. Absolutely. Um, if if these policies are implemented on a broad scale, I want to ask you about the hit that farmers would take as far as product and inventory output, because um, I, I don't know the numbers pertaining to electric tractors, but I do know the numbers pertaining to like if you buy a, a clean diesel long haul tractor trailer, I think a new one costs you around one hundred and eighty to two hundred thousand dollars. If you're forced to purchase uh, a new electric one, it's between four hundred and eighty and five hundred thousand um, dollars. Twice as much. It has a shorter range. Is that is that typically what you also find with electric tractors? Well, there really uh, electric tractors on the market that would make sense in an agricultural production right now. As it is, I mean, there's uh, you know when you when you talk about agriculture, you're talking about equipment that requires heavy loads. You know, we operate sometimes that equipment for long periods of time. And, and in some cases across the country and even here in Georgia, when the weather's just right, those machines never cut off because in agriculture, things are all about timing. You know, your crops are ready when your crops are ready. The fields are ready when the fields are ready. And if you're not in those fields and you're not, you don't have the equipment to get in and get out, uh, a farmer's livelihood can, can be completely destroyed in 24 or 48 hours, whether it's a weather event that may be coming in uh, or or this, the fact that, uh, you know, the tide changes whenever you're uh, whenever that crop is uh, ready to be harvested, you only have so much time to get it out of the field uh, and, and or take it to market. And so. Um, you know, we've got to have a dependable equipment. We've got to have equipment that we can depend mm -hmm. on in the agricultural industry that, that allows us to be successful. And these policies will drive uh, drive us to equipment that won't be reliable, that won't be uh, won't allow us to be successful and will allow the ag industry and farm families to uh, uh, to not be successful. And at the end of the day, America won't be able to survive. Yeah. I sure wish we could go back to relying on the wisdom of things like Farmer's Almanac instead of relying on these woke idiots who think that they know what's best for farmers. Uh, very quickly before we go, we got about a minute left. I know you just recently endorsed President Trump. What was it about his first administration and what he's promising for a second that made you endorse him? Well, look, President Trump and during his administration, uh, you know, American agriculture thrived. Uh, we had uh, he, he had a secretary of agriculture from right here in Georgia. We're proud of and Sonny Perdue uh, and President Trump knew that American farmers uh, were the backbone of our economy. He understood that American agriculture and rural America uh, is what allowed our, our nation to succeed. And he understands that American agriculture is national security. And I'm proud to have endorsed President Trump. I'm proud to stand with colleagues all over the country and working to get him across the finish line. We've got to get him in the White House. We're going to take a quick listen to one of our sponsors, and then we'll be back with you on the other side. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time 
IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back, America. Just after 8 o'clock last night in the House of Representatives, uh, they suspended the rules in order to pass the Tax Relief for American Families and Workers Act of 2024, which would expand the child tax credit to $3,600 per child from the current $2,000 per child. It's also going to create low-income housing credits and restore research and development deductions. Now, keep in mind that this bill provoked frustrations from Moderate New York Republicans due to exclusion of state and local tax provisions. However, the House Rules Committee heard those provisions separately this morning. Now, it's up to the U.S. Senate to pass the bill. However, as it stands right now, it doesn't quite seem like Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is eager to take this bill up. So joining us now to talk about uh, the strengths and the weaknesses of this legislation is Brandon Arnold. He is the executive vice president of the National Taxpayers Union. Brandon, welcome back to the show. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. All right. I, I want to pick apart some of the provision in this bill. Now, it, uh, I know it's going to be paid for by the, or I guess funded by the Employee Retention uh, Act relief from COVID. Um, but the price tag on it is supposedly $80 billion. But to play the devil's advocate here, we had Freedom Caucus member Congressman Ralph Norman on the show last night. And I proffered to him that the Tax Foundation estimated that this would actually cost around $1.5 trillion. And he said it might be even more than that. So is, is the truth somewhere in between? What do you think? No, I think what they're looking at here is if we take this bill, which is a two-year bill, and extrapolate the costs for a 10-year window, then we could be looking at much more significant costs. But the reality of the situation is this bill expires at the end of 2025. So it's a two-year package here. And when it expires, it was intentionally done because it lines up with other expiring provisions of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the Trump tax cuts of 2017. And there we're going to have a big knockdown drag out fight in all likelihood. We'll see what the Congress looks like at that point. We'll see who president is at that time. But we're going to have a big fight one way or another in order to restore all provisions of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, most notably the lower tax rates that have helped middle class Americans and small businesses and the higher standard deduction. So this will be just another front in that large battle for lower taxes and a stronger economy. Yeah, and I know that a lot of Republicans, including folks like Congressman Ralph Norman, Freedom Caucus, conservative fiscal hawks on the congressional side, were concerned about uh, the sundowning of those Trump tax cuts. But on the flip side of things, with respect to the child tax credit, I think that it is a good thing to provide parents with um, a larger dollar amount for this. However, am I right? Is this extended to illegal immigrants? There's no changes to the citizenship-based uh, criteria that are in this bill. A lot of people are upset because obviously we have a problem at our southern border, and that's creating all sorts of, uh, of problems across the country, really. And one of the areas where it can hurt the government is by drawing down more government programs. So I think there is a legitimate concern buried in there. But the fact of the matter is the provisions here that protect against illegal aliens claiming the child tax credit are the same as the 2017 Trump law, the exact same provisions. Those were not changed at all in this bill. So do we need an immigration bill? Do we need additional policies to deal with our southern border? Yes, but it doesn't, they're not addressed here. And just because this doesn't address a serious problem doesn't mean it's a good bill. We can't fix all the problems of this country with a single piece of legislation. Oh, wish we could. But thank you. Thank you very much for clarifying that. Um, OK, what do you think the fate of this bill is uh, now that it's over in the Senate? 
Well, that's where it gets really tricky because obviously we have Chuck Schumer as the majority leader who kind of likes the bill, but also wants to add that SALT deduction that you mentioned before. This is a gift to the state legislators in Albany, in Sacramento, in Annapolis, in those high tax blue states that love to jack up taxes on their residents and they hope that the SALT deduction will keep them from running to Texas or Arizona or Florida or wherever. Uh, as we've capped that, people have actually had to pay their fair share of taxes in their state far too much. And instead of complaining to their legislators, hey, lower our taxes because everybody's leaving, they just shell that bill off to the federal government, essentially. So the SALT deduction just fosters really, really bad tax policies, particularly in blue states. We need to eliminate it altogether. Schumer wants to increase it. Some Republicans from uh, California and New York want to increase it. I'd rather see it eliminated altogether. Use that money instead for lower rates, a bigger child tax credit, and more pro-growth tax policy. Yeah, unfortunately, we have a lot bigger problems than our state and local taxes here in California and places like New York as well. So we got to get to the root of the problem before we fix it superficially. Um, we've just got about a minute left. I wanted to ask you about all of these companies who are shedding pieces of their workforce here in Los Angeles. We've got the L.A. Times, but I just took a quick list of companies that have been firing off of, uh, pieces of their workforce. UPS, Sports Illustrated, TechCrunch, PayPal, REI, Levi's. Macy's, Wayfair, the list goes on and on. Is this an indication that Bidenomics just isn't working? Well, it's one of about a million indications that Bidenomics isn't working. We've seen so much data to that effect. But listen, you know, the job market has been pretty strong over the past couple of years. It's been a little bit surprising how strong it's been. That's helped people weather the storm, at least in part, during these years of high inflation. Job markets are weakening. We see those companies laying off people, and I think there are danger signs on the horizon here that we are going to see a softer job market. How do we fix that? Well, there's no silver bullet, but this tax legislation will help that because it will encourage companies to expand, to invest in the yeah. United States of America, and to spend more money on things like innovation, research, development. Right. All those things are good for jobs. All right, folks. Thanks so much for joining us on this Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports. I'm Amanda Head, and I'm filling in for John for one more day tomorrow, so tune in for that. I'm going to have well-known actor Kevin Sorbo, former House Intelligence Committee investigator and federal prosecutor Cash Patel, South Carolina Congressman Ralph Norman, who I know has a very strong opinion on that tax relief bill we just spoke to Brandon Arnold about. And then we're going to round things off with Nathan Dom, who is the chairman of the Oklahoma GOP. So you do not want to miss it. And we'll see you then. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year. And then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.